The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Expensive Words Podcast and also the Literary Symmetry IGTV channel. Uh, I've been kind of missing for like two weeks, and I thought I'll try to record before my day gets crazy because it hasn't been working that I'm like, okay, I can record now after, you know, we finished with the kids work and I finished with my writing and I've just been like, ugh. So today, if you were like, why is she talking so quietly? It's because everybody else in this house is still asleep. Uh, I've been awake for two hours and writing. And uh, today I'm going to finally talk to you about the five books in five weeks challenge that I've been doing. And if you're like, hmm, Kristen, I've never heard of this challenge before. That's probably because I made it up for myself <laughs> because I wanted to be able to put out something fast that I could test for a serial release. And that's how I came up with this challenge. So basically what I'm doing is I'm writing 5,000 words a day uh, during the week, Monday through Friday, and then weekends I have off to maintain my sanity. But uh, I'm writing 2,500 words in the morning and 2,500 words in the afternoon. And so far, I've been able to get my word count every single day. Uh, today is day seven, day eight. It's day eight. Oh my gosh, it's day eight already. And so basically what that means is that last week I wrote an entire book. And uh, by Friday, I was like, okay, this is the end of this book. Because the thing is, since I'm writing middle grade books, they don't have to be as long as novels. And I've been thinking about this because I'm like, how can I scale this for full length fiction novels? And the answer is that it would take me two weeks. If I'm writing 5,000 words a day, five days a week for two weeks, at the end, I would have 50,000 words. And that's a pretty good length novel. Uh, if I was doing something like sci-fi or fantasy, I would probably do three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, I would have a full on novel the first draft finished which I've never been able to do it that fast and I think that one of the reasons why I'm able to pump out so many words a day is uh, because I've gotten all my systems to where they work for me and I know that a lot of you are probably thinking well how can I make those systems work for me I write differently like my workflow is different and I would say like you have to do some planning. And I know you've heard me talk about this. And, uh, you know, I post on Instagram, look, I'm writing these character sheets. And as it turns out, like the character sheets have been really pivotal for me because I have three different families, three different protagonists. Uh, actually, I have five, but uh, the last book is going to have two protagonists basically, but it's going to be from one POV just so it's not confusing. 
And so I, I need to know all those characters, and I'm going to go ahead and put a list of who's related to whom in the front of each book just to help people understand. But the reason that I wanted to write each book from a different POV was so that I didn't have to have uh, a different POV, was so I didn't have to have multiple POVs in one book because um, after I finished reading The Beauty That Remains and I talked to uh, Medium K, my oldest daughter, about it, she told me that she just couldn't follow it. It was too confusing. And when I started reading it, I was also having a really hard time. Like I wanted to take the pictures of the characters from the front of the book and write who they were and who their families were uh, underneath on a piece of paper so I could just look back at it and not have to spend uh, the first five pages into a new POV catching up and remembering. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm just going to make everybody have their own book. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, the truth is I have finished Pepper's book and I am exactly halfway right now through Ava's book. And then I'm writing Logan's book. And these characters are so great and complex. And uh, when I finished reading How to Write Black Characters, an incomplete guide by Salt and Sage Books, which was what I did in preparation to write Pepper's book because Pepper is black, um, I... I read that, hey, if you want to understand more about this, you should go watch uh, or go read The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. And so I read that. And of course, like while I was finishing reading it, that's when we had the insurrectionists at the Capitol. And if you're not in the U.S. and you don't know what I'm talking about, there was a group of people who uh, were saying they're protesters, but they actually stormed the Capitol building which is where the House and the Senate meet, which is part of our government here. And uh, that's totally illegal. And like even one police officer got killed and uh, one of the protesters was killed. And it's just it was a huge thing. And it was really uh, there was a lot of people saying that it was OK and that it was justified. And I don't agree with that. And there was a lot of comparison with the BLM protests, the Black Lives Matter protests and all of that, which I felt was completely awful. Like, how can you compare the two things? And they're like, well, writing is evil. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't advocate writing, but I was thinking about all the things that Angie Thomas writes about in The Hate You Give, and I can understand the writing, but I cannot understand the insurrection <laughs> that, and, and so I was just in a really stressed out place mentally. And I decided, okay, I can't go on social media anymore. I'm going to take a break from recording podcasts. I'm just going to focus on writing my stories and getting them out. So that's uh, what I did is I just focused on writing and maintaining um, some sanity and working on my mental health because I was just basically having a little bit of a nervous breakdown. If you don't know what compassion fatigue is, you should look it up. It's really interesting. And I'm like, I'm... 100% sure that's what I was going through. And I know that a lot of other people feel it too. And if you're one of the people that feels it, you're not alone. And also it's okay for you to take a break from social media. But as you can see, uh, I'm doing much better today. Yesterday was still a little bit crazy because of some things that happened. But um, uh, also um, my father has COVID, which has been very scary. And if you don't believe that COVID is real or that it's some kind of government conspiracy or uh, all world government conspiracy, I, I, it's real, like for sure. So please be careful. This is not something you want to mess around with. I know quite a few people that have it right now and all of them are really sick. So uh, 
just be careful. Wear a mask. Remember to uh, do social distancing. And I want to tell you that if you're struggling right now artistically because you feel like there's so much going on, that's okay. It's fine to take a break. You know what? You can do something to get yourself a quick win. If you feel like you really need to put out something as far as writing right now, go back through the story boot camp and write a short story. Uh, and on the Expensive Words podcast, I walk you through the whole process. If you feel like you need to take a break from writing, why don't you do something else that you love, like uh, drawing or playing an instrument, something that's going to recharge your creative credits. And on the note of creative credits, I want to tell you that I have officially finished the revision of the Storyteller Mindset. I had to change it because I couldn't fit all the things that I wanted to fit that I felt were really important into a three-day challenge. So it's turned into a five-day challenge. And uh, I'm going to be recording those videos. And I decided that I'm just going to put it out as an email challenge, which is something that's new for me, but I'm really excited about. Because instead of having to like go and log on to Thinkific or Teachable or whatever, uh, you're going to get it in your email every day. You're going to get um, what, you're going to get the PDF printouts. You're going to get the uh, the video of me going through the framework, and you're going to be able to uh, reset your mind in five days without having to hop around the internet. It's going to come straight into your inbox, and I'm very excited about that. And it, in that course, I teach about creative credits and what they are and how you can get more and when they run out, what to do. And I'm really excited to share all of that with you. I'm also excited to take you further and further on this journey as I go through the five books in five weeks challenge that I made for myself because I'm a crazy person. But so far, it's going okay. And I really want to be able to test this so I can help you do it in the future. Or like, imagine what it would be like if you could write a 75,000 word book in just three weeks. That would be life changing, wouldn't it? So I'm doing all these experiences for myself, but also for you. And uh, I also can't wait to talk more about the old school series, which is what I'm working on. And these characters who are adorable uh, 12 year olds, and they're just so great. I love them so much. And I can't wait for you to meet them. So a lot of exciting things are happening. I know that life is hard right now. But if we're going to show each other empathy and compassion and love. We're going to get through this. And as always, remember, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. Bye. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer and I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. <laughs>